You are now listening to Hope Changers Podcast. Hey, how are you guys? We're back. We're back. Can you say we're back? We're back. We welcome ourselves back. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I sounded good. Didn't no, I? you didn't. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hope Changes Podcast, episode 14. It feels good to be back. Um, we have been kind of low for a while now. It's been about a month since we did our last podcast. There's been a lot of transitioning going on with our family, Um with our businesses, uh, with ourselves, actually, just trying to get ourselves in in order. But I do believe that the Lord has been doing a work in our family and in Hope Changers. So we are back. Hopefully we are feeling refreshed. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling refreshed? I am. Feeling rejuvenated. Um, I did mention before in the podcast that I was feeling podcast fatigued. I didn't know what to talk about or what I would like to talk about. So that probably has contributed to the reason why we've slowed down from doing a podcast to uh, doing a podcast like every week to slowing down with the last three podcasts coming in the last like three months. That's way behind our production level. So hopefully we will return back to the regular regular scheduled preaching i'm not gonna say programming preaching yeah yeah we're gonna be back to our regularly scheduled podcast every week starting from this point on so keep us in prayer that we once again won't get hit with podcast fatigue or at least i won't and um yes we are Going from here, coming back strong. India, how are you? I'm fine. I'm glad to excuse my voice. I have a little bit of a cold, but glad to be back. Um, as he said, we have been taking a little, uh, I guess you could call it a little sabbatical that really wasn't <laughs> planned, but um, we are back and uh, we feel refreshed and we are excited to talk to you guys and um hopefully that people will be interested in listening to the new um what topics that we have yeah we have a bunch of new topics yeah and um what was i gonna say oh yeah so we were just you know trying to get our our personal spiritual lives together i didn't have um podcast fatigue because i love doing these podcasts not that he doesn't but I do uh, love doing these podcasts, so I didn't have fatigue, but I think it was good that we took a little bit of a rest, I guess you can say, just to get ourselves together, and, um, you know, now we're back. Um, so I guess we should get going. Yes, we're going get to get going. Um, first, but before we start, shout out to my brother, uh, Meech, Meech Real um, of Clean Air Media. Um, thank him for, I just thank him in particular for understanding me and him. And we've been in constant conversations since our little sabbatical and just getting things in order. Um, he was very understanding and a very 
uh, appreciative that we reached out and talked to him about it. So um, thank you, brother, for allowing us the opportunity to get ourselves together. So um, shout out to him. Shout out to Clean Air Media, every other podcast that's on there. Um, Check them out on Instagram. Check them out on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere that you can hear um, podcasts. They are on there and all the different podcasts that are on there. So um, once again, thank you, brother. All right, now let's talk about our topic for this evening. And I'll let my wife take it from there because this is her alley. So go ahead, babe, and you can have this one. I'm going to chip in <laughs> whenever I feel led to. Um. So, well, this is your alley, too, because we're both parents. I know, but, <laughs> you know, uh, this is, you but, feel strongly about it. I mean, I guess that uh, our topic today is uh, training up a child. And we are both parents, but I guess he's saying that because... I uh, am very serious about my parenting and, you know, how children should be raised um, according to the Lord. So uh, I just, for those who are listening, though, even though we won't hear your answer, I mean, you can always email us at hopechangersinfo at hopechangersintl.org. You can, uh, you know, send us your answers or questions or concerns or comments, whatever. Um, but I wanted to say for those who are, who are uh, parents, how do you, you know, parent your children? If you're a believer, um, how do you parent your children? And earlier, my husband and I were talking about how, you know, the word says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So my husband and I were very serious about um, training our children up, mm-hmm. and um, yes, we do spank our children because the word also says that. I mean, nowadays society, you spank your child, and it's, it's borderline or if abuse. Um, mm-hmm. But we still we we still do the old school thing because the word talks about that, and it says that uh, we spare the rod, we will spoil the child, and we don't we don't want that. Um, babe, what was that scripture that you was reading earlier where it said that if you uh if you spare the rod, you um <coughs> basically help send your son or daughter to um, or send your child to hell or hell bound or something like that. What scripture was that? That is in Proverbs uh twenty two um I'm a, let me look up. Let me. Yeah. So, um, so anywho, we were talking earlier about how there are, um, you know, just people that we've seen just over the years who have grown children now, who um, we know that as they were growing up under these parents, that these parents um, raised them right, or you know, did their best to raise them uh. right. But we see that they, these people are not walking in the way anymore. And we know that the word is true. It says train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he gets old, he will not depart from it. So why is it that older, you know, why is it that now grown people who their parents took them to church, they, you know, their parents are ministers or whoever, they're, you know, they're in the church heavy. Why is it that they're, like, they're grown adults are not walking in the way anymore. 
So, you know, that's what we were talking about. What's the uh, scripture? That scripture is in Proverbs uh, 23, 13, and 14, which reads, Withhold not correction from the child, for thou, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod and shall deliver his soul from hell. So that's the scripture that we were um, referencing there. But, <clears throat> yes, you do make a good point about how um, we are, there. there is a, like, a, almost a, a fear of parents that, a fear from parents that don't beat their children. <clears throat> and, well, let me say spank children, because people will think that we actually, like, punch and kick our children. No, we don't do that. But, um <laughs> Uh, uh, there is like a sort of like a, a measure of fear now on parents, and we've seen it firsthand with 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 people who have their kids just act out, doing whatever they want to do, and it's like the parent is afraid to to like you know spank their legs or or spank their behinds, and you know is we've gotten caught up in that too. We we've got caught up in that too from outside forces. I'll say that think that we're um that we may do a little bit too much spanking but I don't believe that to be true I don't believe that to be true at all simply because we know our children Mm -hmm. we know our children and you know I'm not gonna get into any particulars about our children but we know our children and we know what they need so it's 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 a it's it's imperative for us to spank our children because if they because if we don't they're gonna be all over the place mm-hmm. and we know this already but the bible says that says um that foolishness is bound up in the in the heart of a child but the right of correction shall drive it from them so sometimes <clears throat> a, a lot in today's age parents want to talk to their children you know stop doing that no don't do this the child is not stopping, not doing anything. Still, no, no, don't do that. Don't do this. Child's not stopping. At some point, you're going to have to demonstrate mm-hmm. when you say stop doing this and stop doing that, and they're not doing anything. But we're afraid of that. <clears throat> you mean they're not listening. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing anything. You mean they're not listening. Yeah, they're, they're not listening. No, I'm saying that they, yeah. they don't do the parents don't don't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the parents don't don't do anything and they won't do anything. Mm-hmm. You after know. They after they told them like five, six they times. Won't they won't <laughs> demonstrate anything. Now I was raised in the old school style where, you know, you'll get embarrassed on the street. <laughs> you'll get you'll get embarrassed on the street if if things if, if you don't listen mm-hmm. to to your um to your mom. And people didn't have a problem with it at all, you know. So, so it 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 boggles my mind that we're afraid of spankings today. And the Bible clearly says that to do those things. I I don't know, but one in one uh reasoning in mind, um that that this is true, is that there is a, a article that I pulled up that I showed my wife, um, I think a few weeks ago, and it was called, 
a 10-point charter to attacking Christianity in the Western world. And it was written by this lady. Um, she was a Freemason. Her name was Alice M. Bailey, a Freemason that was um, that wrote this 10-point um, charter um, is, 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 is actually published in the UK that, um, that is, that is so relevant today. And it shows exactly what they were going to do. It shows what the enemy is going to do in order to cause basically rebellion and lawlessness, lawlessness. And one of the, and one of the points that they had is, and I'm going to read it to you, is called Reducing Parental Authority Over the Children. So it reads, um, it reads, break the communication between parent and child so that parents do not pass on their Christian traditions to their children. Liberate children from the bondage of the of their parents' tradi- uh, traditions. And it says how? A, promote, exes- promote excessive child rights. B, abolish corporal punishment. C, teachers are the agents of implement, uh, implementation from workshops. From workshops, teachers tell children, your parents have no right to force you to pray or read the Bible. You are yourself, have a right of your own. You need to discover yourself, self-expression, self-realization, self-fulfillment. Those are all buzzwords. Um that is that is something that we actually see today because in because today's time you can be arrested if your if your if your child decides to call you decides to call the uh i say call you <laughs> decides to call the cops on you and say that my my um mother or father spanked me you can be arrested you you can be arrested um um, agents can come to your house and investigate your parenting style to see if you are fit to be an adequate parent. And if they deem you not fit, they can take your children from you. Because something else that I did not know is that um, something I did I did not know um, upon having children is that uh, the state the state supposedly still um, um, owns owns your children so like if so let's say that me and my wife uh go through a divorce or go through some type of situation where we are split and i and let's say i move away or something like that and 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 she has some i don't know falls into some type of ailment or whatever the state can actually take your children this the the the, ch- the children can actually be taken by the state and be held until someone adopts them or they have a group home or something like that. The the state actually still owns your children. Now I think that is horrendous. That is horrendous, and I think that and and I think that no one should have ownership over your kids besides the ones who had them. But that's just how things are set up. So this. 10 point charter this one of the points that we was writing uh, this point has been writing has been implemented all around you can see it today in how uh in how um 
teachers are teaching some horrendous stuff. You know, schools are teaching about homosexuality and sex education, um, implementing those things. Um, just the different things that's being taught in schools today is the one of the reasons why we're homeschooling our kids because we don't want that stuff to be going on. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very steep slope that that is that that is going on in our in our families and just in the the system in general. So this is some some real serious stuff. I encourage anyone to go and look up this look up this thing. It's called the Ten Point Charter for um, Attacking Christianity by Alice M. Bailey. She was a Freemason from the UK. Um, and it was written in 1945. So, <clears throat> one thing I realized with um, this new, like, I, I call it new age parenting thing, and really it's just a programming, is that we don't realize that our hands as parents are being, I want to say, spiritually held back because even if you don't agree with these things, because the media puts it out there and then people actually get in trouble a lot of times for disciplining their children, um, it's like unconsciously you, in a way, abide, in a way, abide by these quote-unquote new parenting rules when it comes to... um, you know, the things that they're putting out there. And and it's really just a programming. Like I said, because it's it's on TV, it's in the news, it's in the media, it's on social, you know, social media and the internet and all that. Oh, they got, you know, they, they parent they child called the cops on them and all of that. You know, it's 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 out there. So it's kinda like unfortunately whether we are like, no, it ain't gonna be me, which is true, because a lot of us, even us, we like, please, that ain't gonna be me. But we still unconsciously kind of like, if we're out, you know, we may kind of go to the side and discipline our children. Why? Because it's not openly accepted anymore. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, because we're in Christ, we shouldn't be that way. You know, if we got to discipline our child, discipline them. So what? So what? Cause, cause <clears throat> because we walk in the authority of the Lord anyway. And nothing, nothing is going to happen outside the Lord's control. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to say, you know, a lot of times unconsciously we do, or I want to say what, subconsciously or whatever? Yeah, you say subconsciously. Yeah, subconsciously we, we do kind of consider the consequences. Or, yeah, yeah, consider what people will say or, you know, what people will see when we're out in the store with our kids or whatever. Now, I'm not, and I'm not just talking about... Me and my spouse, I'm just speaking in general when I say we. Um, but what I was talking about earlier, babe, was um, how what we were talking about earlier today, actually, is what I mentioned earlier, just probably about 10 minutes ago, when we were talking about how is it that um, people are raised by Christian families or oh, Christian right, parents right. and they have still veered from the way. And so um, I was, well, we were talking to a friend of ours at church, and he said something that, and this was probably a few weeks ago, he said something that really um, 
it was kind of like a light bulb that went off. He said, you know, he mentioned the scripture, train up a child in the way that he should go and he will not depart from it. Um, but he said people don't understand that train means to train them, not just talk to them and tell them, but it's to show them to, you know, if you lift up your hands in church or you read the Bible, do it with your child. Teach them how to do these things. And it never dawned on me that that's what train means. So I think a lot of parents have, you know, they you know, they want to train up them, their child and they, you know, growing them up, they considered themselves training them up, but maybe they forgot to actually show them. And, you know, because when a, when a boxer is getting ready for a fight, he's training, he's, he's training, um, this, this, the, the trainer is training the boxer. So he's not just telling him, Hey, this is how you do it. He's actually, showing him this is how you do it you know so I think that as parents we have to show our children this is how you obey or this is how you sit at the table right or this is how you sit in quiet or this is how you you know praise the Lord or read the Bible you know and of course you let your kids kind of you know grow up and and uh you know, had their own personal relationship with the Lord. But when it comes to training them and teaching them how to do right, you know, we have to be that example. And not just show them, but we have to be an example. We have to be that example. So we have to demonstrate to um, our children how to be. We have to be an example for them. And I think that's where a lot of parents may go wrong in their parenting and now that I'm a parent because I never really understood why is it that these people grow up and still veer away from the truth or away from the word I'm like and I know that they're I know their parents I know their parents are in the word you know where did they go wrong because the word is true when it says that a child won't depart from it if you train them up but I think it's that training part Maybe they weren't good examples, you know, um, growing up. Maybe, I mean, you know, maybe the parents weren't examples growing up. Or maybe the parents kind of slacked off as they got older. Like, you know, I'm going to just let you kind of, you know, figure your own self out or whatever. But I think that from infancy uh, all the way up until that child leaves the house, I think that it's imperative that we train them up even if they leave the house at 19 18 21 let them see you as an example um of what christianity and what not just christianity but just a follower of christ let them see you as an example and um and show them the right way to go and tell them and teach them and sit down and read the word with them and teach them and lead them into their own relationship with the lord talk to them about troubles that they may be going through and let them know what the word says about, you know, they need all of these things. And then us as parents, they need to see us in our genuine relationship with the Lord. You know, when we're in church praising the Lord and raising our hands up and even at home praying our own selves as parents, getting into our times of prayer and stuff, they need to see all of that because that all of that is a part of training up a child. And if that if that's you know if we're doing all of that, 
that child can't depart because it's, it's he's he's been it, he or she it has been ingrained in him since childhood since childhood and they they can't depart from it they won't depart from it as the word says so we just wanted to you know just kind of talk about that and share those things with you things that we've noticed as now parents about you know where did parents go wrong with their parenting and not that people don't do a good job because I've seen my mom did an awesome job with me and my sister she did the best she could um and other people other parents that we know who have now grown children they did a good job with them but I'm just looking at uh just looking in the scriptures and seeing the holiness of the Lord and how um serious and specific and um uh, I want to say standard-ish, but he's not standard-ish. He has standards. Um, but just looking at how the father, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Looking at how the father sets such high standards even for parents for their children. Like, this is my word. It's holy. Teach your children that. And don't slack off. You know, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Okay, the rod of correction draws it out. All right, so if your children are disobedient, spank them. Each time, it's you know, it's not too much. Make sure that, um, you know, make sure you're not doing it out of anger. You know, get your, one thing the father told me, get your anger, anger under control. Don't, you know, don't be spanking your children out of anger, which, you know, I'm not doing, but he had to check me with that because my <laughs> daughter had did something that made me upset. And before I spanked her, the Lord said, get your anger under control. And I did, and then, you know, I just proceeded. But, uh, you know, the Father sets such high standards for us as believers and for us as parents to set those high standards for our children and um, so that we will have holy children, set-apart children. And he wants us to be those um, shining examples to our children. Very good points that you have brought up, babe. Um and I think another point that is uh, probably missed as far as parenting is concerned is um, the influence that their friends may have on the children as well, uh, especially coming from parents who are um, who are raised up in the church and trying to raise their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Uh, friends play a vital part in that too. I think we as parents should try to filter um, the friends that our children may make um, throughout their time, especially as they get older. Because as my wife probably touched on already, um, um, we tend to slack up more as they get older. But I think that's the but I think that's the time where you got to be even more intentional because now they're older. Now they're thinking for themselves. Now they're making more. They're making decisions now. And sometimes they're probably making decisions and not even telling you about the decisions that they're making. That's just things that they've they've purposed in their heart to do. Um, and and I think friends have a lot to do with that as um as well. Um, I think um my friend was telling us about a pastor who uh, a pastor who um whose daughter said that 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 she was uh what was she a prostitute. She was, um, 
it would have, it amazed me because this guy, if we said his name, you would know exactly who we're talking about. But how can this guy be so big in the church? How can he be so big, such a big name preacher, big name pastor? And he had a daughter that was a prostitute. What happened in that in in that span of time? And we touched on a little bit of what we think, uh, of what we think can happen. But it just still boggles the mind that you can be that big, you can be in church your whole life, you you've made a life out of the ministry, and yet and still your children are doing, Lord knows what outside of that. It's amazing. Um, I um I've had a I've heard a pastor say that um that really is nothing you can do about that. That you know you raise your children up the best way they can, and if they decide to stray, then they just stray. I don't believe that to be true at all. I, I I believe that if you're doing it the right way, you will see fruit. You're supposed to bear fruit. That the child children are fruit off of the parents' tree, and you're supposed to bear. If you have good fruit, they're supposed to bear good fruit. But if you're not showing any good fruit, then they're not going to show it either. I truly, I, I truly believe that that if you're raising them up right, and you're really, and not saying that as they get teenagers, you would just like try to strong arm them and make them and make sure that they don't get around the right people, but make sure that you filter everything that's coming through that door, everything that's coming through the TV, everything that's coming through you know speakers, whatever. <clears throat> I, I I remember hearing a, um one of my favorite preachers is is uh Pastor Marvin Winans. Heard him preach a bunch of times here in um in Philadelphia and and I remember a sermon that I always listened to that my wife probably can't stand listening to now. <laughs> no, but that one I always listen to. You you I don't, I don't know. The one um it's called Don't You Move. The one he did at Deliverance. I want to always play. No. But <laughs> either way, I like Marvin Wine. Yeah, but he said that his dad, um, his dad over his brothers and sisters, the Wine's family, they he didn't allow them to sing R and B in the house. Mm-hmm. Now this legendary gospel family, musically inclined as they are, mm-hmm. he didn't allow them to play any R and B. He didn't even allow that to be played in the house. Mm-hmm. Now to in today's time that would look crazy. Mm-hmm. You can't even play R and B. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, I mean, I say yes. No, no, you can't play R and B. You can't play R and B in this house. You can't play jazz. Can't play none of that stuff. We look at that stuff as harmless now. Like, you know, even I've had you know uh, uh, questions about that. Like jazz, some R and B music is actually good. What's wrong with that? But I understand now that those things, while they may sound good or may they may not have anything explicit in them, it, it opens a door for the enemy. Mm-hmm. And all Satan needs is a door. Mm-hmm. It don't the door doesn't have to be necessarily anything bad. It could be something good, but it's just outside the realm of Christ. Mm-hmm. And if it's outside the realm of Christ, he can he can he can work his way in. All he needs is a door. I believe that Marvin Winans and the Winans family, I think their father, I think he understood that. Mm-hmm. I think he understood that very much, and he did not allow them to play any of that music in, in their household. Mm-hmm. 
So I think us as parents and we're believers, we have to filter what our children is listening to and, and what they're watching and yeah. everything. Not to the point of being overbearing mm-hmm. and they can't even have a chance to express themselves, mm-hmm. but to the point that they need to know that there's an order in this house mm-hmm. and Christ is the order of this house and that and, and that we're going to serve the Lord whether you whether you want to or not mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to serve the Lord you know and that's the way it should be <clears throat> that's the way it should be you was going to say something yeah hey. I was um, I was going to say that's very true and I think that you know, instead of talking at our children and saying, oh, you can't watch this, you can't listen to this, really they should see you doing that same thing. Because a lot of parents <coughs> will say, um, well, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, but you got them movies in your room. Or go ahead to church, I'll be there, you know, in a little while, they going and you not. Or, you know, it's a double standard in the house, and that's one thing that does not help train them up. What it should be is... No, you can't listen to that music because we don't listen to it. We don't allow it in the house. You right. don't hear mommy and daddy, you know, <laughs> listening to this type of music. And, and excuse us if you hear us coughing. We both are dealing with a little bit of a cold here um, right. in our children. That's another reason why we've been away for so long. Our children were a little sick as well. Um, but anywho, um, <clears throat> that's another, I believe, detriment to raising children it's a double double standard in the home the children need to see that okay my mom and my dad don't listen to this kind of music my mom and my dad don't watch these kind of shows with vulgar and and cussing and sex and all of that they don't watch that so I shouldn't either you know or if my friends want me to see it um you know bringing it into the house I'll know that it's not accepted because my parents don't not only do they not allow it, they don't do it either, and they don't want to. Um, right, you know, so sure. it should be a whole. Your household should be a whole. Everybody should do the same thing and move the same way when it comes to our standards uh, as Christ has set them. Uh, when it comes to uh, upholding the standards that Christ has set for us, it shouldn't be a double. And I, and I think that that's why children are doing things behind their parents back um, in a way because sometimes that's not the reason but I do think that sometimes it is the reason because well my mom and my dad do this how come I can't no let's let's be their example let's be their example so that they don't they can't say well you do this you do that you know I think the children will be more will accept the standards that we hold if they see us do it and they won't be as upset or whatever, just like a child. I was sitting teaching my daughter how to sit at the table right and eat right. Yes, she's two, but she's a child and they understand very well. So Mm -hmm. I was sitting down and I, she was sitting at the table, had her spoon all hanging off, getting ready to drop it on the floor and legs all turned around, you know? So I was just trying to teach her Ariel, this is how you sit right. And she saw me doing it. She started smiling and laughing because she thought it was a game. But just picture that when the children are, when your children are getting older, 17, 18, they see they'll be more accepted and they'll be more happy when they see, okay, mom and dad don't do this. So, you know, I don't want to either. 
So I wanted to mention that. Yeah. Very true. Very true. It's it's so much that goes into this and we're not trying to sound like experts. We 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 are we we are still rookies to the parenting thing. We we only have a combined 3 years of of parenting experience because our our daughter is two and and our son just turned one years old last week um so we we're still learning and we're still growing um as parents we're we're still evolving as as parents and um we're 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 just going by what the word says and what the lord is showing is showing us as parents Mm -hmm. so we we're not saying that we have it all figured out, but I do believe that we're on the right track mm-hmm. because we're following what the word has said. Mm-hmm. So, what are some? My question now is to you, babe. What are some solutions that we can give to um, the listening audience about um, going forth with just parenting their children in the ways that the Lord has? called us to um called us to do one and i'll just start it off and let you think but one um in particular is teaching and demonstrating the word with our kids Mm -hmm. i think that's something that's very very vital in in today's time we can't i think the days of just talking to your kids Mm -hmm. about what to do is over it probably been over, but we're just probably just catching on to it. You have to now demonstrate in your actions and actions with them on what to do. You know, as as we mentioned before about training of a child in the way they should go, you have to train them. You have to actually do it with them or show them how to do it so that they can see, so that they can see it and then they can implement it. Um, they can implement it as well. Mm-hmm. We have to start doing that now because that is the only way they're going to get it is if they actually actually see it. Mm-hmm. Um, teaching our kids the word, <coughs> teaching our kids, teaching our kids the word and then demonstrating the word to them. Mm-hmm. So if we say um, honor thy father and thy mother that your days will be long upon the earth and we're teaching them that then if we're around their grandparents which is our mothers and fathers then we need to show them what that actually is Mm -hmm. by honoring them in front of them so they will do the same thing so that they will know okay they did it with their mommy and daddy then I should do it with mommy and daddy Mm -hmm. and they'll grow into that um Um, To answer your question also, um, I think that we should uh, do things with our children. If your children are going to church, you should be going to church with them. Don't just send them off off because when they come back, they're not going to necessarily necessarily be encouraged to stay in whatever they learned at church because they know that their household ain't going the same way. Or isn't, excuse me. <laughs> they know that their household isn't going the same direction that they are. So they may not feel as encouraged and they may feel left out. Um, so whatever your children is being taught, meaning in the word, 
do it with them or even start it off. You know, like like my husband was saying, read with them, read the word, teach them the word, uh, go to Bible study with them. Um, if you want to start changing things around in your home, start getting out, you know, just start uh, removing those vulgar movies and uh, music that, that's being played and, and just set a standard for your household, okay? We're not listening to this anymore. We're not watching this anymore. We're not going to you know, record these shows anymore or whatever it is that people do in their household. We're not mm-hmm. going to do these things anymore because then your child will be um, more excited to continue on going to church or they'll see a change happening. If they don't go to church, you know, they'll see a change happening within you and they'll be excited to follow you. Why? Because they're your parent. And to be honest, when children get older, and I've seen it just with certain um, talk shows um, that, that have crossed my path, I've seen it um, that children want a parent. You know, when they reach that older, uh, they reach that adult age, and they realize that their parents have been there all of their lives, but they haven't really been their parents, they right. feel upset and regretful of their parents and resentful. Because they say, I've never really had a parent. Right. They want a parent, you know. So, right. and that's another thing. Don't be your parent, your child's friend. Be their parent. Oh, yeah. Because they need, yes, that's yes, another yes, thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Don't Lord, be your yes. child's friend. Be their parent. They are, they need that that parent in their in their life. Go ahead, baby. And and not and, and we're not saying that you can't have a close relationship with your right. with your kids. That's right. not what we're saying. What we're saying is do not, do not blur the lines right. between parent mm-hmm. and child. Because mm-hmm. once you do that, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I've seen it too many times. It's a, it's going to be a wrap. I've seen it too many times on a lower level just with me and a lot of the younger um, younger uh, kids that were under me at, um, at my church. And... Yes, I'm cool with all of them now, but I'm, you know, I'm married. I'm, I'm 33. A lot of them is like in their late 20s now. But when we were younger and I was in my mid 20s and they was just like early, late teens, early 20s. When I had more of an influence, they looked at me like I was a, I was like their their big brother, you know, like this. This is my homie. Oh, oh, that's just Sheldon, you know. But they, but at that point, it was becoming the the lines were becoming too blurred because, you know, we were going out and doing different ministry things, and now I can't tell you what to do. I can't instruct you and lead you because now you look at me too much as a friend. And then when I need to assume that role as leader and instill instruction. Now it's a problem. Now you're looking at me like, who are you talking to? You can't talk to me that way. You wasn't saying that last time. All this, this, that, and the third. Are you talking <clears> about from a parent to a child? No, no, I'm just talking about on a lower level. On a lower level, which what I mean, like, um, what I mean just as influence as an older person with younger people. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at it from an older. So in the same, <clears throat> in the same breath, when it's parents and children, there is a the lines are is 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 a very thin line and you, and they can get blurred really quickly 
So you can't you can't be your child's friend to the point that now they feel like they're on your level. Mm-hmm. Now they feel like they can say certain things to you that uh, that a child should not say to their parent. Mm-hmm. They can do certain things around you that they feel that a child should not do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason why there's no reason why you as a parent ask your ask your child to do something and they say no, I don't feel like it in and you think it's okay. That makes no sense. It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's no it's, it's no reason why whatsoever. That's what I'm talking about with blurring the lines. So that is that's very very dangerous and I've seen it happen. I've seen I've seen it happen with, and if it's for some reason is with this new it's with this new age. A lot of young parents is friends with their kids. And they don't even address them as mom. Like them and mom got a cool relationship and, and from the from from the outside looking in, you think, Oh, that, that's that's sweet. You know, they they're they're so cool together and then you realize like, okay, y'all a little bit too cool. Maybe I'm wrong. If somebody's wrong, email us, let me know if I'm wrong. But I just think that it's just a little bit too wrong when you and your child just a little too chummy. Y'all just way too cool for school. I don't know what I don't know why that is, but you know, just just watch that. Be mindful of that, please, because I see it way too much. And we actually might have to do a part two because that's a very um, serious situation now with the this society. The reason why children are wild beasts now and I'm sorry to call it that but when you step outside or you see the news or you walk into a high school these kids be bouncing off the walls and just acting crazy because they don't have any parents at home and if they do have parents their parents are not parents they're their friends and that's why kids are just getting so out of hand now the the rod of correction has been pulled back because of really the enemy and media is putting it out there, oh, you shouldn't spank your children. And then now that the rod of correction has been pulled back, parents have been have have become more of like sister and brother to their <clears throat> to their kids. And, you know, before we go, um, real quick, I don't know if you have any more to say, babe, and that's fine. I just wanted to say this. Um do not be, you know, if you're you're listening to this and we're just trying to give our little two cents on parenting, um, don't be afraid to be your child's parent because I realize that some um, parents, and it's more so I think with women, and I could, you know, I could be wrong. I've just seen it from a women's side, I'll say. Don't be afraid because some parents will be afraid of their children. And it's because that when they were being, when you have raised them, you haven't been as a parent to them. And so now they're older, you want to more so be their friend and not really their parent. Even as, let's say if your child is like 12 or 13 or whatever, and you have noticed yourself just, you know, becoming too friendly with your child you can still establish that standard and say hey you know I'm the parent you're the child you know I'm still your mother or I'm still your father 
but I noticed that I've been slacking off as a parent, and I love you, so I'm going to, you know, in times that you need to be corrected, you will be corrected. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means I'm your parent. And, right. you know, and, and <clears throat> you know, don't be afraid to establish that. If the child is upset, let the child be upset. It's okay. It's right. okay because later on they'll appreciate you. And if you don't, if they don't, it's okay because you, you, you kept them from the, the um, way of destruction or you're doing your best to keep them, you know, from being uh, arrested or killed or whatever. you know you're trying to keep them from wrong from wrong so um, you know I just wanted to put that out there don't be afraid to be your child's parent isn't it a shame <laughs> isn't it a shame that I'm just thinking about this babe we isn't it a shame yeah we might have to do a part two definitely but isn't it a shame that we have to make these disclaimers just about what you said when when, when you said um, don't be afraid to be your child's parent and tell them, you know, I'm going to correct you. I'm still your mother. I'm still your father. Doesn't mean I don't love you. It's it's a shame that we have to sit there and say that. That people are, are not, that this day and age, that people are, are simple enough to, to, to look at you like you're not their parent or you're not you know what you say you are you gotta you gotta sit there and explain to people just because i came down on you doesn't mean i don't love you i think that's just so wrong because we have that's a, that's another and that's probably another podcast to, uh, topic that we had to talk about how it just call it blurred lines mm-hmm. how things are just so blurred mm-hmm. you can't give people correction because now they people think correction is hate mm-hmm. and correction is not hate mm-hmm. it's just simply correction there's a wrong way and there's a right way. You're going the wrong way. You need to be corrected and to go right. to the right the right way. Yeah. But people think that to be hate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't give correction anymore because they don't want to be looked at as you're a hater or you hate this person or you hate this community. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's sickening. You know, and, and us as parents, if we as parents have to make that disclaimer to our kids... I honestly think something is wrong here. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong if I got to tell my kid, doesn't mean I don't love you. What do you mean? Of course I love you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't spend all this time trying to raise you. Yeah, <laughs> the Bible says, the Bible says that if the Lord, the Lord chastises whom he loves mm-hmm. and whom he doesn't chastise, that's, this is, this, this is, this is King James, uh, King James language. He is considered a bastard, yeah, an illegitimate child. An illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. So correction is proof of love. Yeah. If if you can't correct somebody, can you honestly say that you love them? Mm-hmm. If you have a friend and you can't tell your friend the truth, can you say that you love your friend? Right. Right. Yeah. That's something to think about. Yeah. If I can't correct you, how can I honestly and genuinely love you if I'm just allowing you to walk down the path of destruction? Yeah. No matter what title we have, that's something to think about as we as we're getting ready to wrap this up. I just want people to think about that, and um, I just hope that uh, you guys took something from everything we're ta- that we've talked about today. 
this is a big topic, and I think this deserves a part two. There's a few podcasts that deserve a part two that we are going to get back around to, but this one definitely deserves a part two because there's so much. Again, we're not experts on parenting. We're just going by what the word says. But there's so much wrong going on with parenting parenting today that I think we need to do a part two just to, to touch on some more of these more of these topics. Um so we're we're definitely gonna come back to this. Any last remarks before we wrap up, babe? Um I don't think I did I did wanna say real quick though, I guess I do have a last remark. Um when I was, what you said, babe, was really good, and that was really, it was really good, it was really something to uh, think about uh, when I did mention about you having to tell, you know, a parent having to tell the child, like, I'm correcting you because I love you. I was saying that from a standpoint of a, a parent trying to um, reestablish mm-hmm. that standard of parent and child, you know, that difference. Um, <clears throat> so I guess in that case with a parent being too friendly with a child and they're trying to reestablish because the child then is going to think, well, why are you disciplining me now all of a sudden? Yeah. So, you know, they may have to say, I mean, even still they don't have to because they are the parent, but just to help the child understand, listen, you know, I'm the parent, you're the child, I love you, so I'm going to correct you. I'm not going to leave you in uh, wrongdoing, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you're right. You're right. They they shouldn't have to say, oh, I got to correct you. Um, but just so the child can understand in some cases. Because yeah. uh, <clears throat> I think when it comes to correction, I think that it's okay um, sometimes for us to explain to our child, okay, this is why I'm correcting you. Because you know when I spank Ariel, I tell her, Ariel, this is, and she's, she's two, but she understands. This is why I'm spanking you. So that you'll know not to do it again, you know. Mm-hmm. So in some cases, yeah. But I get, I definitely get what you mean, and that's very good. And it's it's definitely something to think about. It's definitely something to think about. Yep. Um, but anywho, no, I didn't really have any other <laughs> last remarks. But this definitely, this topic was definitely um, something that I enjoyed and. Um, <clears throat> I do believe that we will do a part two. I think that it's needed because we can also talk about disciplining <laughs> as well yes. and proper ways to discipline. Again, no, we're not experts, but these are just things that um, <clears throat> these are just things that the father has been teaching the both of us about parenting and uh, having children and <clears throat> things like that. Excuse me. So. Uh, I guess we're done. I just wanted to give you guys our information. It's um, <clears throat> hopechangersintl.org. This, that's our website. If you're not on our website listening to this podcast, and <coughs> if you have anything you want to say to us, please, please feel free to hit us up on our email, which is info at hopechangersintl.org. We have our Instagram. Um, just hit up, just type in hopechangers. On Google, Instagram, you'll find us. Um, And so we love you guys. Uh, We really hope and pray that these podcasts reaches the nations and reaches whoever needs to hear it. Um, And I guess that's it.
Yes, that is. Check back for episode 15. Yes. Um, we're back. We're rejuvenated. We're feeling good. Um, also, check us out on Clean Air Media. Yes. Um, our, wherever podcasts are being streamed, we are there. We love you guys. Check back for episode 15. Hopefully, we'll have that up this week. Talk to you later.